I've dealt with some pretty severe bouts of social anxiety throughout my life. And, uh, you know, I've always kind of dealt with it on and off, but there was this time in my life where I had it really bad. Uh, you know, I was younger, I just had a kid and wasn't really in the place that I felt like I should be. And it was just kind of a really hard time for me. And I was also, you know, doing, smoking a lot of weed and a lot of things that probably weren't helping. Um, but it was, it was getting really bad. You know, it was getting to the point where like, I wouldn't want to leave the house half the time and, uh, you know, wouldn't want to pick up the phone and, and kind of just shut down into myself. But it was getting to the point where, you know, it was having a dramatic effect on my life, obviously. So I really wanted to figure out how to beat it, you know, what was going on. And I'm sure if I went and talked to somebody about it, they would have diagnosed me with all sorts of things and put me on pills and stuff. And that was that was one route, you know, if you got to do that, I that's, that's totally understandable. Some people do. But I didn't want to do that. I didn't want that to be something that I had to rely on. I wanted to figure it out myself. So I did a lot of things, um, started looking into a lot of things. I wanted to really understand what was happening to me. And I, there was a couple things that I figured out that I kind of want to share with you guys because I, I don't know if this is right for everybody. I don't think there's any medical advice. and not that I'm giving medical advice. That's totally right for everybody. But this, this definitely really helped me. So I figured a couple things out. The first thing I figured out is how the fight or flight response works in our body because that's essentially what an anxiety attack is, right? So I wanted to know what an anxiety attack was. Well, a long time ago, when you're walking through the jungle and a tiger jumps out at you, your flight response kicks in, right? You're like, you got to get the hell out of there. You got to turn around and run away as fast as you can. That's a good thing. Your adrenaline's pumping. You got to leave. You get hyper-focused and think about nothing else but getting to safety. On the other hand, you're walking through the jungle and like a rival tribesman jumps out and your fight response kicks in. And you go, oh shit, I got to fight for my life real quick. And all of a sudden, all your, your blood goes to your muscles. You get all pumped up, right? So we have these, these natural responses built into our body to deal with these stressful situations. Well, the world has changed so much and so rapidly that now we're put into these unnatural situations on a daily basis that we don't really understand how to deal with. So like what's everybody's biggest fear? It's like talking in front of people, right? Well, going up and talking in front of people, your body's screaming, I need to run away or I need to beat the shit out of everybody in here, right? Because your fight or flight response is like, Some, this is uncomfortable, something's not right, I need to get out of here. So we have these same responses, but of course in social situations, we can't just do that. And some people do. That's why some people just, uh, you know, freak out in social situations and have breakdowns. But your body wants to do that when we get into stressful situations and that causes severe anxiety in a lot of people if we don't know how to manage it and, and understand what's going on with ourselves. So I think that's kind of what I was dealing with, right? So like if there was a social situation or something that I wasn't happy with in my life or something like that, I would have this fight or flight response kicking in and telling me you got to get out of here or just don't go there in the first place, right? And then that builds into kind of shutting down and not wanting to go do things. So I really wanted to learn more about that. And so I, I found out a couple pretty interesting things. For one thing, I found out that with your fight or flight response, they're essentially the same thing that happens in your body. They're your, your epinephrine and your noradrenaline kicking in. And the only thing that really changes what happens, whether that's a fight response or a flight response, is your mindset. So they've done studies on this and they've they've seen that these two very similar chemicals happen in your body and they react in your body very similar ways, but they don't really, they didn't really understand when they were studying it, why they happen in different ways. And what they found, it was just all people's mindset. So one of the ways they found this is they gave a whole bunch of people, they gave like a hundred people 
like amphetamine pills, essentially. They gave them energy pills. And they told half of the group, they said, you're gonna have the best time in your life. You're gonna get this adrenaline rush. You're gonna feel awesome. You know, you're gonna be pumped up. It's gonna be great. Then they told the other half of the group, you're about to have an anxiety attack. Like this is gonna cause deep anxiety, deep stress. Your heart rate's gonna go up. It's gonna be kind of scary, but you know, this is for a trial. We'll, We'll take care of you. Well, guess what happened? Everybody that they told is going to have an anxiety attack had an anxiety attack. Everybody that they told was going to have an adrenaline rush had an adrenaline rush. And what it kind of showed them is that these same chemical responses in our body really come down to how we perceive them in our mindset in that situation. Because again, you're walking through that jungle, that tiger jumps out or that other warrior jumps out or whatever. You have to make that decision real quick. Okay, what is this and how do I deal with it? And then once you make that decision, that's how your body reacts. So it's this kind of subconscious instantaneous decision. So the first thing I started doing is when I was in a social situation where I was feeling like I was having anxiety, I would say, okay, I'm having my fight or flight response. I have a choice here. Do I want to run away or do I want to get pumped up? So I would just kind of make myself really excited. Um, and that works sometime, you know, you're at a bar or something like that and everybody's all hyped up and being crazy anyway. Great. You can get all get all hyped up and have fun with them and just kind of be the life of the party and then you're you're having a really good time which kind of probably explains why I was the way I was when I was younger because when I was in social situations I was a lot of you know wanted to be the center of attention wanted to kind of you know uh, make a scene be loud that that type of person a lot when I was younger in my life which is probably me just uh, understanding that naturally that I need to do this or I'm going to freak out just being here in the first place So I I did that for a while to try to kind of figure it out. But the problem with that is that doesn't always work, right? You're sitting in a a meeting or something and you have this fight or flight response wanting to kick in in your body. Well, you can't run away and you can't beat everybody up. And you also can't just get just whoa, overly excited. So it's kind of hard to to meet that middle ground and find that fine line. So that that was a good starting point for me, but it didn't really totally fix the problem. So then I started kind of like thinking about, okay, how does this feel in my own body? How does this work in my body? And what I kind of came up with is that really anxiety is a disconnect between your heart and your mind. Okay, and what I mean by that, and this is this is just my own kind of personal ideas about it, so I don't know how much science is behind this, but it really helps me to think about it this way, is that your heart rate and your mental state always need to be kind of mashed up, right? So sometimes our mind's running at 10,000 miles an hour, and sometimes our heart's running at 10,000 miles an hour. On the other hand, sometimes our mind's just kind of really slow and we're just thinking nice and calm, and sometimes our heart's nice and calm. Well, when those two things match up, like you're sitting on the couch, your heart rate's low, you're relaxed, you're watching a movie, you're not overthinking things, then great, that's awesome. On the other hand, you're out, you're exercising, your mind's all pumped up, you're feeling great, your endorphins are running, that's great also. But when we have a disconnect between those two, all of a sudden it's not necessarily a, a good thing, right? So what what I would realize would happen with me is if my heart rate was like way through the roof, like boop, 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 and then my mind, on the other hand, was way down, like I don't want to think about anything, I don't want to, I don't want to be here, that's when I'd get that kind of flight response. 
right? My mind's just kind of shutting down. I don't want to be around these people. I don't feel comfortable in this situation. It's hard for me to think right now. Everything's kind of kind of getting blurry, getting kind of scary. I don't want to be here. But my heart's like through the roof and it causes this like almost hyperventilating. In fact, there there was one really bad episode I had where I did hyperventilate. Um, and it was it's really scary. I don't know how much anxiety you've had, but it can it can really mess you up. But anyway, I, I realized that that is what causes that kind of social anxiety kind of uh, idea. And then on the other hand, on the other side of it, sometimes your mind's running at 10,000 miles an hour. Like, you know, I just want to think about everything. I want to talk about everything. I want to go. But your heart's kind of nice and slow. And I think what happens then is when you start really overthinking things, right? So your mind's going too much, but your body doesn't want to keep up. And it's just like, okay, we're trying to be relaxed right now. We're in a calm situation, but your mind just won't shut up. So you have this, and that, that's what causes that that other kind of uh, anxiety where it's just like, oh my God, there's, it's just too much right now. There's too much going on. And that's kind of how I see the two types of anxiety, at least that I've, I've dealt with. It's either the everything's fucking scary and I need to get out of here, or the my mind won't shut up and I'm overthinking everything. And they're very similar and they feel very similar because you're having that same um, you know, epinephrine response in your body. You're having that same fight or flight response happen, but they're, they're very different at the same time. And I think that's where I found the differences is that when the heart rate's up and the mind's slow or the mind's up and the heart rate's slow, you have this disconnect. So learning that, I kind of learned ways to deal with it where, you know, if my heart rate was too high and my mind was too low, well, what are breathing exercises I can do and how do I learn to control my heart rate? And, um, you know, vice versa. In fact, I found that it's always easier to control your heart rate than your mind, at least for me. I think for some people, they can calm their mind down. But for me, it's much easier to just go the heart rate route. Like if my heart rate's too low and my mind's running, all right, let's get pumped up. Let's do push-ups. Let's do something. Let's kind of just get our get our endorphins running and get moving. Or on the other hand, if I need to calm it down, there's, there's breathing exercises I can do. I think uh, calming down your mind or speeding up your mind is, is much tougher because it takes a lot more mental control to control the pace of your thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and they go hand in hand. So by controlling your heart rate, um, you, you will calm down or speed up your mind, you know, because they're supposed to be kind of in sync with each other. But it's when we get that disconnect that we start to kind of feel that anxiety. So that's kind of what I learned. It helped me a lot. I still struggle with anxiety from time to time, you know, but at least by understanding what's happening in my body and then having found a way that I understand it personally and to deal with it, it, it really helps me out. And it's not, didn't turn into this debilitating thing that ruined the rest of my life and I didn't have to get on drugs, you know. It was something that I was able to, over time, kind of learn to manage and when I get into situations, be able to um, think my way through and, and kind of feel my way out of there. So I don't know how much anxiety you guys deal with, uh, and I, I hope if you do, you're, you're figuring out ways to, to beat it, and I hope that uh, you know maybe, maybe this gave you a little bit of help. And even if you don't have severe anxiety, everybody has it from time to time, right? Anxiety is just us worrying about the future that we don't know is going to happen. So it's a really ridiculous response uh, that our, our bodies built. Sometimes our bodies are incredibly inefficient um, <laughs> just because of biological things that are left over from the past but learning how they work and learning how to kind of work our way through them can be very very beneficial it's it's definitely helped me a lot so hope this helps you guys out and i hope you have an awesome week a lot so hope this helps you guys out and i hope you have an awesome week